the galaxy to your ears. This is the Nerd Horcron with your host, Steven. And Adrian. Yes. So, before this, we were discussing women's rights and why they should have all their freedom stripped away and be forced to be used as, like, human incubation chambers. Oh, wow, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, we were not doing that. We recorded our Scary Story episodes, I think. Yes. By the uh, time you hear it, this we did. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we recorded our Scary Stories, and yeah. But anyway, this is the final episode of our horror-cron-ness. Horror-cron. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Got to do a lot of cool stuff. Got to meet some cool people. Didn't do some stuff we should have done. Yeah. Like interview all those people. Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> anyway, guys. So, as you know, uh, Halloween is upon us. Really excited. Um, I think the last two years I didn't really have to work. I did have to work on Halloween. But, I, you know, I had the night free so I could take... You know the kids trick or treating and stuff, and uh, not this year. No. I get I get to close. I'm so happy. It's whatever. I mean, you know, you roll the dice, you do what you gotta do. Yeah. I mean, that probably means you'll get one of the better holidays after, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always get Christmas off. Okay, well, there you go. But anyway, all right. So. Okay, we're going to go to your story first. Okay. But uh, your story is, what, what's your story called? Uh, just Keep Running. What inspired your story? Okay, so for like months now, since last year, you've been saying, hey, are you working on your story? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, totally. And then uh, yesterday, or the day before, you were like, so we're going to record these on Sunday. So I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and then yesterday came and I was like, I have nothing <laughs> but that's a sign of a true writer you wait no matter how much time you have you wait until the absolute last second to fucking bust some shit out nice and still i couldn't come up with anything so i literally googled like horror story writing prompt maybe to just like get the wheels turning and like all of the prompts were kind of dumb like one of them was like your parents tell you you're an alien from another planet <sighs> One was like, all the neighbors next door are all vampires, and everyone in the neighborhood knows it, and they invite you over for a sleepover. What? Yeah. That's <laughs> dumb. Shit, like, like, if everyone in the neighborhood's a vampire, everyone is going to know it. Right? Like, what well, the... only that house is vampires, but everyone oh, in the neighborhood knows, knows they're vampires. vampires. Yeah, I was oh. like, what? How would... I, I don't know. But yeah, and then I saw something that said, like, you're running in the forest, and I was like, okay, I can work with that, and then I took that concept and then added a bunch of, like, I feel like I, like, wrote, like, a Black Mirror-inspired horror story, Mm -hmm. where it's more like, yeah, like, uh, what is it called? Uh, you know, I don't know. Okay. Like, not, I was going to say satirical humor, but that's, it's, uh, what is it called? I don't know. It's more the story is scary, not necessarily, like, there's not, like, a monster or anything. Uh Uh-huh. A thriller? Yeah, I guess you could say. Yeah, okay. It's more of a human story. All right. (laughs) Uh, Well, all right, here's, uh, 
Just keep running. Just keep running. The dry leaves crunch loudly under my feet as I run past hundreds of trees I swear I've passed a dozen times. I know whoever's chasing me isn't far behind, even though I can't see them. It's always the same. They're coming for me. Somehow I always manage to escape the ropes he had me bound in, and I take off running, but I can't help but get the sickening feeling that this is exactly what they want me to do. I've lost count of how many times I've had these dreams, and it feels like I've all but lost my sanity. As I fly through the trees, my lungs burning, begging me to stop, my body keeps pushing me forward. Up ahead of me, I see a small creek. This is new to me, but I decide to follow it down a path that runs beside it. Maybe the noise of the water trickling down will help me drown out my heavy breathing, and just maybe I can escape this hellscape of a nightmare. The path leads me down, and the stream turns more into a rushing current that flows down into a large pond. I stand and stare into it. The moon hangs high in the sky, and it's bright red. It reflects off the water, making the water look like a huge lake of blood. I collapse to my knees and begin to silently weep. I can't run anymore, and even if I could, where would I, where would I go? I know in the end whoever this is will find me. I open my eyes and slowly lift my head, and as I do so, two gloved hands wrap around my neck from behind me. I try to scream, but my windpipe is being crushed. Hot breath hits my hair as I am slowly pushed face down into the water. I thrash and try to reach and claw at my attacker, but my strength is fading and blackness is starting to creep in on the sides of my vision. The hands around my neck loosen and then, and then are instead used to hold my arms back and my face forced down. I let out a scream and bubbles explode around me and slowly I feel my body begin to relax as my lungs seemingly fill with fire. I feel the sweet release of... I wake up in a cold sweat. I'm in my bed far from any forest or water or mystery attacker, but I swear I can still feel the gloved hands around my neck. I look over at the clock on my nightstand. I've only been asleep for three hours. I don't want to, but I fall back asleep as if pulled into the darkness. And this time I find myself tied down to some sort of metal box, almost like some kind of metal bed. Three large straps hold me down, one across my legs, another across my arms, and one final one across my chest and holding my head I'm holding my head up to look around, but I can't move a muscle, and the room is dimly lit. I hear a door open and close off to the right, and suddenly I'm blinded by a bright fluorescent light. I squint my eyes, and before I can speak, a large sledgehammer falls down and crushes one of my upturned feet. I let out a piercing scream as I feel all the bones explode within my foot. Again, the hammer falls and on the other foot. And then my hands. I keep screaming as red fills my vision. Over and over again, the hammer falls and I scream. I try and beg and I try and plead, but the only response is more pain. Finally, the hammering stops. Despite the pain, I realize whoever is causing this is silent. There's no heavy breathing, no speaking, just silence. My body is shattered and I have no more blood or tears left to shed. Almost as if sensing this, the hammer is brought just hovering 
over my face. I can see my blood, bits of skin and fragments of bone embedded in the silver of the hammer. Slowly it rises up and then it comes flying down at my face. I wake up again screaming and crying. I'm fine, or at least my body is not one mark on me, but I can swear I can feel the pain of that hammer. I want to get up and run away, but as if some cruel power was at work, I'm once again pulled back into the abyss of sleep. This time, I'm back in the forest again, but only this time I'm already running and somehow I seem to know where I'm going. Something flies by me and I hear as it thuds into a tree near me. As I run past, I see it's a crossbow bolt. I run even harder and let my feet guide me. Still, I can... Still, I can't hear who's after me. Some silent, deadly ghost whose mission it is to end my life at all costs. More bolts fly and pierce the trees, but I don't stop. I keep pushing forward, and I, up ahead, I see a break in the trees and a lit-up area with parked cars. Pain flares at my leg as a bolt strikes me in the calf, and I ignore the flaring pain and scream in frustration and anger. I'm suddenly flooded with a second wind, and I run even faster. Just as I make it to the break in the trees, I stupidly think that this that I just might get away this time. Another bolt whistles through the air and hits my shoulder, and I'm yanked off my feet as the rope by a rope that's tied to the end of the bolt. I crash down on my back and stare up as slowly a hooded figure enters my line of sight. Uh, where their face should be is, is complete shadow, but they speak from the void and in my voice, and they say, beg for your life. I say nothing and just stare in confusion and horror. Suddenly a, force, a face is revealed, but only for a second before it changes. A young girl, an old man, a man in his 20s, the faces change over and over until it's mine again. Sir, is this truly necessary? Is it truly humane to use this? No, Smith, it's not. But that bastard killed so many people in so many horrible and sickening ways. Two men stare at a screen watching the event unfold. The no-face killer was said to have slain over 60 people before bring, being brought to justice. Execution was thought to be too merciful for all the cruel and unusual ways he murdered his victims. Instead, he was placed in a sleep chamber that forces him to relive all of his murders till the day that he dies. I find myself again in the forest. I run. I know someone is after me. Deep down, I know this is what they want me to do, but still I keep running. If I just keep running, maybe I can finally escape this nightmare. Oh, wow, yeah. Psychological thriller, there for sure. There you go. That's the word. Oh. It's like when the cameras are on, I can't remember. Yeah, that They're was... off in the corner like... <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> that was scary. That yeah. was scary. All right. Uh, next is my story. Oh, yeah, okay. Where'd okay. you come up with... Okay, so I, I've been working on this for a while now. Oh, yeah, you've been saying that. But I only... Like this also like if you've been listening to everything, you know that there's been like a million rewrites of this story. <laughs> the only part that's really stayed the same is kind of just the beginning parts because just it was just written so well. Ah. Okay. 
And anyway, so I barely finished writing it right now. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I just finished recording it right now, so okay. But uh, it was. I noticed that I lean a lot towards werewolves. I was like, I want to try and write a good vampire story. Okay, yeah. I don't know if it's a good vampire story. I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not professional writers, but. Uh, the name of my story is called Her Children. Okay. And, um, yeah. So, good luck listening to it. Hello, welcome to another Nerd Holocron Halloween Scary Story episode. Uh, I'm going to be telling you my scary story today, and it's called Her Children. Mother Night slowly consumes the sunlight, her hunger never satisfied, just like the horrid creatures that hide in her darkness. The revolting animals cry out in hunger, cursed to roam the darkness seeking blood to feed on. Every night, her claws wrap tighter around the village. It becomes more secluded, and the villagers flee towards the center of town, the hope of finding safety in numbers. As the sun sets, the church bells ring out, warning of Mother Night's return. As the darkness slowly swallows the town, the people prepare for her children. They can be heard approaching as the absence of light allows them to trudge through the village. Her children follow the families of previous victims, sniffing them out. The vile monsters mimic the voices of lost loved ones, hoping to lure out another. The golden army of the sun fights back Mother Night and her horde. Our village can't take much more of these blood raids, an elderly man tells his grandchild. The sound of inaudible whispers fill their ears as the vampires pass on their way back home. The day passes quickly as the people try to have a normal life and also prepare to fight for their lives later that night. The children are the vampire's favorite food. The screams of the first child to be taken can still be heard in our ears. She was ripped from her mother, dragged into the forest where her brutal death could be heard. She screamed as she was torn apart and her parents forced to listen as they too were eaten. The villagers do not flee for her reach is great. Her children always find you. The people fight, but they are many. Hope is all but lost. Just before the sun sets, a girl's scream echoes through the village. Young Jessica limps home while playing with the other children she fell and cut her leg. On the way home, she left a trail for the vampires to follow. As her parents run to her aid, they know her children will come for Jessica. I'm sorry. Now they will come for me. Don't let them take me, Jessica cried. As she clutched her father, they will try, but they will fail. No harm will come to you tonight, 
Jessica's father had a secret. One he kept to protect his family. Now he would reveal himself to save them. Night came and the vampires followed the trail of blood. They came to her door and began to sniff the air. A low growl came from within Jessica's home. The vampire stood back confused and also nervous. The door to the house creaked open and a pair of glowing orange eyes appeared. Out stepped Jessica's father, also a creature of the night, a large gray wolf. Oh, wow. Whoa, that was a vampire story. For sure. <laughs> I think you can't you can't say that it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed them to some degree. Also, if you would please vote for your favorite story with the uh, hashtag Team Adrian or hashtag Team Steven. Um, either way, it doesn't matter who wins. I mean, I had fun doing it. I always have fun doing these. Um, it's a nerve-wracking experience it is. coming up with some shit like <laughs> So why you start planning now? I gotta plan it. That's why my teachers hated me. I always just start writing and uh-huh. then it just comes out naturally and they feel like that's not the proper way. Fuck the man. I have my own way. True. <clears throat> okay. So. Alright. We're gonna get to Halloween stuff a little bit later in the episode. Right now though. Me and Steven want to talk about the brand new oh DC God. Comics universe movie, Black Adam, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who has been cast in this role since 2008. I uh, know. Now, when I initially heard this, I was like, man, yes, this is <laughs> awesome. Dwayne Rock Johnson as Black Adam, I was excited. I was really excited until I saw the movie. I was excited up until the critic review, and I was like, ew, they really tear this movie a new fucking asshole. I didn't really pay attention to the critic thing, because, I mean, a lot of movies I like, sometimes the critics are just like, oh, this movie's shit. I'm yeah, like, I like, I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, maybe they're just... Because they didn't have an audience score yet, so I was like, I guess maybe they just didn't understand... This u- new, unique thing. The power shift of the DC Universe as it was supposed Can to be. Can you not afford marijuana? You gotta crush this up and smoke this? Is, no, is this what's going on? brought that in here. Oh, I'm, I got worried there. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, it was not a shift in the DC Universe at all. It did feel like it was meant to be in the DC Universe at all anyways. It was like... He was like, this is my franchise now. Like, I'm an owner. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, one thing The Rock said is that he was just gonna, this was for the fans. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and, um, okay. So, as you know, if you, if you know, no, Shazam and Black Adam, pretty much when Shazam, when Billy Batson gets his powers, you know, Black Adam appears and is like, uh, you're the wizard's new champion? Yeah, right? I don't fucking think so, bitch. I fucking kill motherfuckers like nobody's (laughs) business. I'm the fucking champion. So, and then they, they fight, you know, for the right to be the, the wizard's champion or whatever. Yeah. That's the story. 
Well, okay. So as you know, we got Shazam. He's in the DCU now. It's not the DCEU. It's the DCU now. Oh, really? Yes. So, <laughs> we didn't get him. We got that Dr. Whatever guy, which I get he plays a part in all of it, too. But it was just, it was missing Black Adam. And The Rock was like, well, you know, Shazam was supposed to be the our intro into the DCEU. But we didn't want to do that because we felt like, you know, Black Adam had, I think his thing was like, they wanted Black Adam to have his own movie so we could give him more time. What? And I was like, okay, I guess that's fair. You know, it's your character. But one thing about The Rock is his people take care of everything. And in this movie, you can tell that they were like, okay, well, we don't want The Rock to really be a bad guy. Obviously, he has big muscles, so he's going to be super strong. Oh, my God. And... <sighs> Basically, he's going to be impervious to everything. Right. And so I was like, hmm, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really upset me that, that he had a weakness in the movie, but they didn't use it more. Right, yeah. The Eternium. Eternium. And it really made me mad because I thought back to two, 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 uh, Man of Steel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's the most powerful guy in the world. He's also fighting other super-powered beings, other Kryptonians. Man. And he gets, he's getting his ass kicked. Yes, he does. And then if he, when he was he was uh, going to stop the world engine, like, he almost didn't do it. Like, it weakened him greatly. Mm-hmm. and But he did do it. He persevered. And in this, it didn't seem like Black Adam really had to deal with too much in the modern world other than, like... You know, he had to fly somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly inconvenient yes. throughout the movie, basically. Exactly. Um, and that to me was like, uh, <laughs> is there any real growth for him in this movie? And there wasn't. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you feel about Hawkman? To me, I was like, all right, we have this guy who's like Falcon and the way he acts and like he's using his powers and stuff. But he also feels like he's Captain America of the whole thing, and he takes himself way too seriously at every single moment. Uh-huh. I was like, "Is this just me, or like, is this guy just like the most annoying fucking douche ever?" Where the fuck did I drink it all? I must this? have. Oh yeah, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I when I watched when Hawkman came on screen, I didn't think about any of that. Stuff. I got excited when I saw him because I forgot. He was Hawkman. I was like, oh shit, is that Mr. Terrific? That guy that has like the T mask and mm-hmm. he like he makes all this future technology and shit. I don't really remember, but and uh yeah, I'm pretty sure Mr. Terrific. But he's like a black character and like he's like the Iron Man of the DC universe, whatever. And I was like, Oh shit, like if this is some sometime in the future, because like no one announces when we're shifting through time or whatever at any point. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, that'd be cool. But then it was just Hawkman. I was like, ah. That's like... I, li- I, liked Ho- I liked Hawkman. I liked the Justice Society altogether. I feel like the Justice Society was the best part of this movie. Now, when I saw Hawkman, I was like, oh, man. Just... I think people feel that way because Captain America and Falcon are already out there. And when there's things like that that are similar that are out there, people are always going to refer to the thing that came first. 
But to me, I liked Hawkman. I liked the wings. I liked, you know, the helmet. It was a little weird in some parts, but at the same time, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, the only thing about Carter Hall that I didn't understand was, was he, you know, a real Thanagarian? Or was he just like a super powered, or is it like did the helmet give him power? You know what I mean? I didn't understand. That made it seem like he was somehow connected to Dr. Fate, like Dr. Fate gave him the helmet or something. And I was like, the Hawkman I know from like the Justice League cartoon and stuff is more like a Thor kind of character where like he doesn't exactly fit in on Earth and he loves fighting and he's just like the first guy to always jump into something, you know. Yeah. But also, is he like, like I said, is he a real Thanagarian or is he like a reincarnation? Yeah, they didn't touch on that at all. I was like, I mean, it wasn't their movie, I guess. It was all about. No. The Rock. <laughs> but I did like Carter Hall in this movie. He's just like a big, strong dude. He was a massive man. Yeah, he was. Like, it was like, huge. holy shit, this guy is massive. <laughs> but I liked it. Even though Black Adam could easily defeat him, he was still like, fuck, I could get this motherfucker. Like, he's just like, I'm going to whoop that ass. Jesus. I thought it was pretty cool. No, I liked it. And mm-hmm. I, and for me, like, when I heard that, like, oh, man. I, what I read, I read some shit about, oh, they're, they're just trying to rip off the Falcon. I was like, oh, my God. Like, Anthony Mackie wish he would look like this fucking guy, Jeez, okay? Jesus okay. Christ. <laughs> no, I liked I liked it. I like Falcon. I like Falcon. <laughs> so you got me all confused. Yeah, right. Hawkman. Just his helmet, huge. I thought it was awesome. And, like, his mace is, like, spinning and stuff. And he's like... Oh, that was pretty cool, yeah. Um... Dr. Fate, I thought, oh my god. When I say that the Justice Society was the best part of the movie, it's like the casting for me was perfect. Like, I love these characters. Like, Dr. Fate, I was just like, they couldn't have possibly picked a better person to be Dr. Fate. Right, yeah. He looked great. The helmet looked great. The costume looked great. Everything about it was really good. Um, Am Smasher, I thought it was good. I liked that. I laughed when Henry Winkler was on the phone. I was like, don't don't mess up my son. Oh, yeah. I thought that shit was hilarious, man. That and, of course, funny. people were like, oh, man, it's just a rip-off of Ant-Man. And blah. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, to me, it's just like, why can't you just see this movie as this movie? Yeah. You have to constantly be like, oh, well, it's, 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 who gives a shit about those other movies? Mm. Like, this, if it was like a sci-fi movie on the sci-fi channel and you're just like oh my god that's clearly falcon and, and captain america right there but it's not you know what i mean these are totally different characters uh-huh. a totally different universe and to me it's just like it upsets me when people just can't separate the two okay I see that. I see um cyclone I, like i said i really like the just society um just my poor problem with this was one the mom, the little boy, oh God, and Black Adam. Jesus. They were just so fucking annoying. And it was just like, oh my God. Like, her brother was funny as shit, though. That guy was hilarious. The fat guy was Oh, awesome. yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was funny. He was funny. But there was... You find out, yes, that Black Adam had a tragic past, as most people do. But... I mean, I felt like, was it really that tragic? Like, he was enslaved and like his son was clearly the better one he could have just let him he could have just been like you know what son 
Clearly the gods chose you because they see something special in you and I'm just the rock me. So, you know, maybe just let me die. No big deal. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah. I understand that. I'm not going to be a hero, son. <laughs> what do you not fucking understand, you little bitch? <laughs> and it's just, yeah, there was no, it wasn't like, there was no, I was, I, I'm just so... I just don't understand. Right. There was no growth for The Rock. It was not like he was one way. He would, It would have been different if he was just, like, killing everybody. And he, you know, he didn't understand where he was or what was going on. And he sees everybody as an enemy. He's just fucking killing Yeah, the trailer people. kind of made it seem like he just shows up and then he starts murdering everyone because he's, like, yeah, he's out of place. Yeah. And... I'm pretty sure we haven't talked about it. I think we were talking about it right here and not over here. Yeah. <laughs> the whole intergang thing, it would have been nice if they had a, a boss that they, you know what I mean? Because there was that, that one Arab guy, but he wasn't in charge of the gang. Right. He was just like a dude that was working with them. They had the Southern African white guy that hassles everyone. <laughs> yeah. And to me, it's like they should have had like a definitive leader for the gang that could have been more of a villain throughout the whole thing because it's just like black adam just stop we're here to take you in and he's like i'm not going anywhere and that's the whole fucking movie <laughs> and you're just like you know if this gang is really as bad as they say they are you know one how did they not find that bitch sooner okay <laughs> <laughs> two it should have been more men they should have been more menacing especially to the the people there and it just didn't seem that way. It just seemed like life was like kind of whatever. Just like you know, the inner gang was like a mild inconvenience. Like, oh man, we gotta we gotta wait in this line, guy. There you go, right? It was just. I feel they wanted too much attention on the rock and not enough attention on much of anything else. Seriously. Because even like at the end, it was just like. I feel like they should have figured out. The Eternium was his weakness. Mm -hmm. Eterniumed his ass. And then, like, he's laying there, like, oh, you know, shriveled <laughs> up and stuff. And they're like, ah, oh, we got this bitch. Mm. And then the fucking demon dude comes out and he's like, oh, I'm evil and stuff. Rise, my five zombies from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. And then it's like, yeah, he controls the dead. And then, like, Five zombies pop up. <laughs> I know, right? That was like another thing about the Eternium, because like the the undercover bad guy, whatever, his whole deal was like he was the descendant of the king that originally enslaved Black Adam's people to mine the Eternium. But like I was saying before, like they never really pointed out like what Eternium does. Like, is it a power source? Is it a rare thing that like everyone else in the world knows about? And they they're willing to buy it. Like, I don't feel like at any point anyone was like, this is the reason we want this, so you guys know. Like, we know, but you also know now. And, like, he he wanted the crown so that way he could gain the powers that his ancestor had. And then, like, he'll have control of all the Eternium. But I was like, again, why, why go through all that trouble? Like, if you're already there 
in the city and you have control of it, obviously you could like get all the Eternium that there, or it seems like you already have it as it was anyway. So I was like, do you really need to become the Demon King Sabak or whatever? Is that just a like gravy on top or like, I was like, what is your motivation to like sell your soul to the devils of hell basically to gain the power? I was like, you know. Yeah, it was like you already control the city. Like you're trying to control the world or what? On the weekly planet, they 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 talk about a lot of the the, the pothole or potholes plot holes potholes potholes and like one of them was just they said that uh that this movie clearly had a lot of rewrites yeah like it felt super choppy like they were like all right well we gotta can't have this so we'll just have to find a way to like edit it together sort of and like halfway through the movie it. Like, you're already two hours in by the halfway point, it feels like. And it feels like, all right, well, that was that. And you're like, no one really accomplished anything. And they're like, oh, fuck, you're right. I guess we got to keep going. Like, call them back up. We're not done. <laughs> yeah. If they had really stuck to the Shazam origin at, you know, that being the introduction to Black Adam, I think that would have been the best thing to do. Because check this out. Check this out. Right? So that one guy, the the main bad guy in, in Shazam is that Dr. whatever, right? Dr. Cervantes. Yes, yeah, so like Cervantes, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so meanwhile, you know, you have the Billy Batson thing going, and then he finds how to get to the, the place where the wizard is, right? Yeah. And then from there, he releases Black Adam, and Black Adam's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, I'm Dr. Sabat or whatever. He's like... Uh, no, you're fucking dead. <laughs> Kills him. Right. Then the wizard's like, oh, shit, it's Black Adam, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? He's like, you're, and then he kills the wizard, but the wizard's not really dead yet, but that's when he calls on Billy Batson to become his champion, mm-hmm. to defeat Black Adam, because, you know, Black Adam did some bad shit back in the day. Right. And then, from there, you have them fight. I feel it would have been, it was a, probably a better story. All right. Well, I was like, okay. if it was, if if you wanted like a strictly black item thing, I would have been like, if we were gonna do that, maybe it's about finding the crown, and then like once you have the crown, you're able to release like the seven deadly sins because they represent like greed, lust, and whatever the other. But Shazam already killed them. Did he? he? He did. He defeated him in the Shazam movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I really watched that, that movie. That's once. a problem right there. Oh, damn it. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I felt like they could have added more of the other Egyptian like magicians. Like he could have been brought back by Felix Faust, and he's like, "You're my servant now." And Black Adam's like, "I'm no hero, but I also don't serve anyone." So it's like he overthrows. Like the whole movie is him fighting against Felix Faust and, like, trying to get to something before him or whatever, I guess. Or he could have been the main bad guy and then, like, at the end he kills him and then he's, like, everyone's, like, oh, he's our hero. Like, he saved us. And he's, like, I'm no hero. And then he, like, floats down on the throne. He's, like, a black Adam, you know? I'm no hero, but somebody better get me some breaks and some, uh, some grapes and a lamb leg. <laughs> right? Like, he's like, I killed the bad guy, but I'm an anti-hero because you're all my slaves now. Whatever. Yeah, something. I don't know. It's like they clearly were like, all right, Black Adam, what do we know about this guy? 
Uh, he looks like the rock. All right. Scorpion King 5, everyone. Let's call it a day. <laughs> to me, it felt like it was just too much. It was just too much for me at the point where he's like, yeah, well, I'm, you know, you know I'm, I'm just not a good guy, man. You can just take me into custody. Shazam! It's like, were you thinking about your dead kid all that time, too? Or, like, were you never like, maybe there's a way I could bring him back or something? Because clearly that's, like, your motivation in your trailers. You're like, my son was taken from me, and that's my powers are born from rage. But it's like, you never seem to take two seconds to even think about him or anything. Yeah. Or, check this out. Intergang finds Black Adam, releases him, convinces him to be on their side. You know, they lie to him. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he helps, like, you know, oppress the people of Kondok some more or whatever. Kondok, such a dumb name. And that's when the Justice side is like, yo, we got to go in there and fuck some shit up. <laughs> and then that happens. But then later, like, Black Adam's like, what? Carter Hall, you're right. But your muscles aren't as big as mine. That's so yeah, weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm totally on the wrong side. They had me convinced I was doing the right thing, but now I know I'm doing the wrong thing. Let's just join forces. <laughs> and then just as they're crushing Intergang, then that demon dude's like, <laughs> what's up, faggots? You know? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Sabat or Sabak. Yeah. Sabak. What? Yeah. <sighs> And then it was just so easy to kill him. I know. I was like, what was even the point in this? There was literally no... There were no odds in this movie. It was just like... It seems like the Black Adam thing to do would have been like to kill that guy and take the crown for himself. He's like, the power's mine now. Like, I'm He-Man. Something. I don't know. It's just like... I don't. I don't know. It's like the Fast and Furious. He's like, oh, my character's in this movie, but like, I'm such a big hit. I had to have my own uh, franchise, Luke and Hobbs. That Let's... was because Vin Diesel and The Rock didn't get along. Yeah, because they're too big. You get two alphas in a room, you know. You got you to have a fight on your hands. <laughs> no. Oh, that's another thing. Let me fucking tell you guys something. Jesus. I know I've talked about this before, but... In that Fast and Furious, I don't know which Fast and Furious it was. There's like a million of them. Yeah. Where where The Rock and Vin Diesel are fighting, and Vin Diesel gets the upper hand. Oh, like yeah. He, he outmuscles The Rock, and I was like, this isn't even a real movie, okay? <laughs> I know for damn sure The Rock would not get outmuscled by Vin Diesel. Oh, my God. God. I mean, they have like special contracts that say they can only be like hit so many times in their movies, or like they can't be like hurt too badly yeah like, exactly it's so fucking dumb like there's no stakes when there's when things like that happen just like there was no stakes in black adam like that was like such a nothing event it was ridiculous it's like whoever gets to a first he's on their side they're like oh i need your help he's like i don't help anyone and he's like uh, you know what fuck it i'll help you yeah it was so easy to come you could probably convince him to change the color of his costume he'd be like you know what you're right yeah bright pink that is the way to go and then also it upset me at the end where he's like well you do need a new name and he just smiles and it cuts a black eye. why couldn't they say black it was like teth adam teth adam fine but how come like okay so the wizard 
you know, all the wizards, they all died trying to, like, put Black Adam away. And then, like, you know, the wizard was the last one. He's like, ah. He's like, like, right before he put him in that prison, he was like, for all your for all your evil deeds, you will be known as Black Adam. You know what I mean? Mm. So he wakes up and he is Black Adam. He's like, don't call me Ten Adam. He's dead. I killed him. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like yeah. the whole movie. He's like, it's like he's like doing the eyebrow. Like, yeah, I know. It's me, The Rock. Can you believe it? <laughs> and you're like... I mean, yeah, that's why I came to the fucking movie, but yeah. I don't need you to, like, try to, like, talk to me through the screen about uh, it. Like, ugh. It was just dumb. It's like, I'd love to be able to ask him behind six feet of glass, like, are you really satisfied with this movie? Please don't hurt Dude, me. Dude, Big fan, though. He is. Like, <laughs> the he's Rock 2024. <laughs> <laughs> he's on tour with this fucking thing right now. God. And... I, I am I am happy that WB got a shake up and Henry Cavill is now back as Superman. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I can't even ex- for me knowing that the WB was didn't want him back as Superman fucking blew my mind. Literally, that's what the fans wanted. They and the fans, you know, pay money. Right. They were fucking just letting money just fly out the fucking window. <laughs> and it was like, why? They were covering Ezra Miller's PR team. They're like, well, we gotta hire another one. He did something stupid again. But they were like, but let's make this Birds of Prey movie that isn't a Birds of Prey movie. <laughs> oh that bombed, okay? Uh, let's let's do all this other dumb shit that doesn't fucking matter. Oh, you guys want to see Henry Cavill as Superman? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, we're going to have Superman, but only from the waist down in every movie he's going to cameo in. Oh, my in. God. It was so frustrating. And then now they got the shakeup. And then, and I told you, right? Mm. Like, one of the WB executives was like, he. they said, oh, yeah, we regret releasing the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Are you fucking serious? And I was like, that's all people want. People know what they like. And you guys weren't listening to them. Right. They were willing to... They would have given you so much money for all this stuff. Had you given it to them sooner, you could have had money. And you just... You don't, You didn't care. All you wanted to do was make your stupid fucking Batgirl movies. Oh you wanted to fucking... Like you put all your eggs on the Flash movie and you're like, no, this is the ticket right here. And that character that literally everyone's talking about all the time. Yeah. What happened was... You know, Batman vs. Superman didn't do so well. The the Warner Brothers panicked. They were like, oh. But what Warner Brothers doesn't understand, they have to put the time and the effort in if they want to even come close to what Marvel's doing. This Marvel stuff didn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. It was like, what, 10, 11 years now? Yeah. It took a long time. They want to catch up right now, and they can't. They need to really just stop, focus on what they're doing. Not every movie's going to be a hit, but... You can't let a little, I don't want to say it's a little, but you can't let, <laughs> you know, small things stop you from totally completing what you should be completing. And if the fans want something, you should listen to the fans. One thing 
that Marvel and even Star Wars to some degree does really well is fan service. Yeah. You know, they, they're like, this is what they want to see, so this is what we're going to give them. <laughs> but it's like DC's like, oh, man, you guys really want that Justice League Snyder cut? You know what? Oh, nah, we're good. Yeah. We're good. I mean, this movie sucked. Everybody hates it, but that's that's what we're gonna stick with. <laughs> no way. And then you know the Snyder cut gets released and people love it. They're like, "This is what we wanted to see the whole time." And then you guys are still like, oh, "Man, I wish we hadn't released that." Ugh. The fuck is wrong with you guys? And now you have The Rock, who, despite them having a direct, even though The Rock didn't direct this movie. I feel like he was like, well, I don't think, I don't think so. We're going to do it this way. Basically, he controlled the movie. Mm. You don't need that. I need The Rock as an actor willing to receive feedback on the character that he needs to play, not The Rock as a character giving the director feedback on how it's going to be shot. Yeah, that was like... Uh... Whew. It was bad all around. <laughs> and I really wanted to like this the rest of this movie. You know what I mean? Well, I really did. And it just didn't happen. Did not. I don't... I mean... Yeah, Doctor Fate was, like, the one thing I liked the most. And even, I can tell, like, Pierce Brosnan's like, oh, you know what? I think I'm dying. Uh, you know, I'm not going to make it <laughs> to the end of this movie. There's a sequel? Yeah, I'm busy doing literally any fucking thing else. That's true. But hopefully, moving forward, we get some more information about Hawkman. We get to see him again. Mm. Um, maybe we do some Justice League versus Justice Society, or the Justice Society works with the Justice League. Something. Yeah. I would like to see... Oh my god. Oh my god. What? Okay, real quick. On HBO Max? Do you have HBO Max? No. 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 Okay. Anyway, there's a new Green Lantern movie. It's a Jon Stewart movie. Okay. It's fucking sick, bro. Now, they had a DC showcase you told me to watch, but you never watched it? Which one? Uh, I I forget. It's like different short stories. Oh, okay, yeah. There's one with Adam Strange in it. Yeah. And uh, I forget the I forget the name of his species or whatever. But anyway, in in that one, Thanagarians were attacking his his planet, and this this beam shot him into outer space to another place, mm-hmm. and his he was upset because like his wife died, and he was trying to find his daughter, but I'm pretty sure his daughter's dead. Yeah. I anyway, that. yeah, right. Anyway, in this one, it picked, it, it shows the Thanagarians and whatever Adam Strange is. Uh-huh. Their people were at war. Okay. Still. Well, there was the first war that he was part of, and then they made peace, and then they went back to war with each other. Oh, wow. But anyway. <laughs> okay. It's fucking sick, bro. You need... I'll, I'll give you my login or whatever. You okay. need to watch it. It's fucking awesome. Oh. Sad, but it's awesome. Sad. Yeah, like... John Stewart becomes a Green Lantern, but he doesn't want to be a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, man, Hal Jordan was the best Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, basically the whole movie is like the Green Lantern, of course, sucking his dick and shit. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, remember that parallax thing? And they're like, shut the fuck up. We don't, we don't <laughs> talk about that. They're like, what? No. no. <laughs> yeah, Sinestro crazy. infects 
Hal Jordan with Parallax. Yeah. And then, like, he kills His all the green... and he, everyone in the He fucking... kills all the Green Lanterns. He has all the Green Lantern rings. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. You can watch it. It's pretty badass. Uh, that's that cool. But, right. We're yeah. at the point right now where uh, we're going to do some Watch Me If You Can. Okay. Unless you want to keep talking about Black Adam. I mean, I was having fun shooting like that. But, no, I guess... It was just not great. It wasn't a good movie. There were good things about it, but at the end of the day, The Rock had too much control about himself. Mm-hmm. And I get that you don't want to be portrayed as a weak wiener, but Black Adam was never a weakling. Yeah. It's just sometimes, you know, even Superman in, in fucking BVS, yeah. like he was, he got his ass kicked. Yes, he did. <laughs> and then he got killed for his troubles. All <laughs> right. Like, he he did what he had to do. He, the only way that real people can... Real people... That people can really connect with heroes or any character is that knowing that they... You can basically see yourself in them. You can see the struggle that they go through and how they overcome it. And in Black Adam, like, he overcame a struggle by fucking killing everybody yeah. and then being locked away. <laughs> <laughs> But after that, he's just like, I'm just gonna crash through walls and do whatever I want to do, and there was no, there was no growth, from, nah. right? There was just, there's there no stakes, not anything. There's no stakes. There's no growth. It's just the Rock running around in a black leotard. Pretty much, yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, I paid a lot of money for that stupid cup too. Ugh. Just to have it fucking spill on me. God damn it! Black they Adam! Give you another one? Huh? They wouldn't just give you another one? No, it's at the lid. Oh, I, yeah. I think one of those, it was supposed to be was a clear plastic lid, was probably supposed to go on there. Mm. But they just had like the regular lids for the regular cups. Yeah, I had the same problem. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Do you have anything to suggest to the fans? Uh, okay, let's see. If you want to watch some scary, creepy animes, check out Parasites. That one is pretty gross. It's literally about, like, these different parasites that, like, infect people's bodies and, like, changes. Like, they'll grow, like, extra hands or mouths or eyeballs. Like, the main character, he has, like, a mouth and eye on his hand that, like, talks to him and, like, tries to convince him to do, like, creepy shit. Uh, Death Note, talking about Death Note before, guy finds a notebook where you write down a person's name and then how they die and it kills them and it introduces gods of death and all sorts of creepy stuff. Uh, anything by Shinji Ayato, he specializes in horror manga and creepy gross stuff, so check out anything by him. I think he has a showcase on Netflix right now because oh, yeah. his artwork. Actually, well, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Um, for me, if you enjoyed the 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 Halloween trilogy that's come out in the last couple of years, uh, go ahead and uh, throw yourself in front of a truck. But if you're not a sheep, <laughs> um, there's a there's a good it's not the greatest horror movie ever it's it's a it's a fun movie though uh it's called uh 
The Curse of Crom, Legend of Halloween. It's on Peacock. It's it's about kids that come across an old world monster in the new world. It's pretty funny, and uh, it's a good movie. And uh, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty. I like this spider cat thing. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, other than that, just be careful with the horror movies you watch, because some of them just are a waste of time. I was going through this Rolodex of horror movies last night. Uh-huh. They were the worst movies ever. <laughs> one was called Mummy Dearest. Oh, my God. Um, another one was called American Scarecrow. American Scarecrow. It was, like, the most... Lo- I have no problem with low-budget horror movies. One of my favorite movies is, like, most of my good, my favorite horror movies are low-budget. Most horror movies are low-budget in the first place. But it's just so bad. So bad. It's like if me and Steven just did, we were making a movie, but we didn't make the movie. We just hit record, and we stood in front of each other and just talked. Oh, my God. But, um, Yeah. Oh, uh, I know which was a good one. Um, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. You like that one? Uh, good. Okay. I like that. It's fucking awesome. Um, have we talked about Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Oh, yeah. I, I thought that one was okay. It wasn't like the greatest movie ever. I liked it. Was it was pretty cool. First, I was like, man, would it be cool if this shit happened? <laughs> <laughs> There's also one called Abraham Lincoln Zombie Hunter. Oh, it's the God. dumbest shit ever i was just like i watched the whole movie and i was like why did i do that to myself like you know my like my body wanted to press stop and just walk away and i didn't i just kept watching it it was awful but just be careful have a safe halloween um have fun get lots of candy Mm. and uh if you're gonna watch scary movies watch a good scary movie yeah and uh yeah what else you got uh, I guess that's it. Yes, that's it, guys. All right. Go ahead, take us out. Uh, thank you to Audio Disconnect for our music. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Nerd Holocron. And don't forget to vote for your favorite scary story. Yes. And remember to keep that high ground and always be a man. Bye, guys. I pledge myself. Do your teachings. Try not to upset him.